And now without any further delay, I'd like to welcome today's UNESCO Mobile Learning Week webinar, Lessons in Mobile Learning for Women's and Girls Empowerment. Our presenter today is Diane Goulet, Project Manager at UNESCO within the ICT and Education team. Diane, you now have the floor. Thank you very much, Carly. Thank you to all participants for joining this morning, this afternoon, this evening, or whatever time it is for you around the world. I'm very, I'm very pleased to be able to share with you uh, some of the lessons that we have learned in mobile learning, specifically for women's and girls' empowerment. Uh, so I'd like to begin uh, with the presentation talking a little bit about a general overview. These are just some figures um, that remind us of the, the scale and impact uh, that both education and literacy, uh, as well as technology of mobile phones specifically, uh, has in our society today. So there are 775 million illiterate adults approximately worldwide, two-thirds of whom are women. And there are about 32 million girls who did not attend school, according to statistics, in 2010. Education is a fundamental human right, and it is essential for the exercise of all, human, all other human rights. And literacy is a tool for empowering women to fight against injustice, inequality, and social or cultural barriers. In terms of mobile technologies worldwide, there are approximately 6 billion phone subscriptions at the end of 2011, although about half account for double subscriptions. So just to keep in mind, uh, 6 billion mobile phone subscriptions, that is, um, that is, is an incredible amount, uh, and, and it is increasingly uh, is increasing exponentially. Over the next five years, two out of three potential new mobile phone subscribers will likely be women. To frame the issue a little bit, uh, I'd like to first talk about a little bit of the barriers that women and girls face in accessing education. So many of these are cultural, societal, religious, political, economical, and they're even, even their own attitudes, geographic or security constraints. And the evidence has been showing that learning through mobile phones can help overcome some of these barriers. Uh, there are unique features, including their portability, relative affordability, their discreteness, potential content richness, their wide use and increasing social acceptability, and the one-to-one -one learning advantages. However, there still are uh, barriers that are hindering women and girls to accessing uh, education and to access this technology, um, including poor technology-related infrastructures, cost, low levels of knowledge on how to use the devices, feelings of technophobia, embarrassment, or a lack of confidence in their use, or simply a misunderstanding of how mobiles can potentially be relevant for them. Uh, I'm just looking here because I noticed that some people might be having problems with audio. Um, I'm not sure if that's still the case. I will, I will continue. So there is a growing interest in mobile devices uh, and their contribution in this area, and there's a need to know more about how mobile devices can provide better access to education 
quality access, especially to women and girls, and how to over overcome the obstacles that are preventing their optimal use in terms of learning and the improvement of livelihoods. This UNESCO project that I'm, I'm going to be describing and from which we have gleaned some important lessons to be learned addresses this interest and aims to uncover those lessons and to provide also some policy guidance. So a little bit about the project that uh, we've been undertaking. It's funded by the U.S. government. And it's currently implemented by our headquarters at UNESCO, the education sector, within the frameworks of the United Nations Literacy Decade, UNLD Fund, and the Global Partnership for Girls and Women's Education called Better Life, Better Future, Quality Education for Girls and Women. So this was actually under an initiative that Hillary Clinton had led, and she was very inspired by hearing about some uh, some stories that that were happening around the world with with women and, and girls being uh, empowered through literacy and learning via telephones and other mobile devices and she, so she greatly encouraged these stories to be shared and, and that's basically how the project was conceived and developed and field support from UNESCO offices and, and institutes have been greatly appreciated and these include those from Bangkok and the Regional Bureau for Education in Thailand, from the UNESCO office in Islamabad, from the UNESCO office in Dakar, from the International Institute for in Educational Planning in Buenos Aires, and from the Organization of American States located in Washington, D.C. Uh, the project started this past June 2012 and will continue until the end of May 2013. So we just have a few more months. We're pulling together these, these uh, findings and so that's why I'm pleased to be able to share some of these initial preliminary results with you today. And the final output of this project will be a global comparative publication uh, to be printed in May 2013, printed online and also uh, on text which will hopefully prepare the background for future country-level implementation activities. So the project goals are the empowerment through learning and literacy via mobile phones in particular for improved education and livelihoods. So a focus was on phones was selected because this is what is widely used in uh, especially developing uh, context. Um, of course, there are some interesting initiatives using more of a broader definition uh, and including mobile devices. But for this project, we really specifically looked at what was being used for it with basic feature phones. And uh, amongst those objectives include the empowerment of women and girls through education via innovative mobile technology-based learning and information programs. to obtain literacy and improve the use of literacy skills of neoliterate women and girls through innovative mobile technology-based learning and information programs, and to provide access to information on issues such as civic and human rights, health and hygiene, nutrition, agriculture, or banking. So the project is, the scope of the project is global. There's also a regional approach. So we're focusing on Asia and the Pacific, as well as Africa in particular. Uh, Africa 
and Asia and the Pacific, uh, we're conducting broader regional reviews in addition to individual case studies. And that is because these areas have the highest illiteracy rates, largest populations, the highest and fastest growing rates of mobile phone subscriptions, and incidentally, it's where most initiatives are happening that we were able to discover at least. We're also, though, concentrating and looking at what's happening in Latin and North America and the Caribbean and the Arab states. The focus has been on solutions for developing countries in particular. So the criteria for selecting our initiatives uh, around the world, we wanted to look at what, what has been effective, specific programs and case studies um, 